Welcome to Future Proof, the marketing podcast from Kantar and Said Business School, University of Oxford. In each episode, we speak to industry experts about the changing landscape of marketing, sharing evidence and inspiration for the future. I'm Jane Osler, Global Head of Media, Insights Division of Kantar. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Our guest today is Lex Josephs, who is VP Sales and AdTech Partnerships at Walmart. So welcome, Lex. Thank you so much. It's nice to see you, Jane. How have you been? Very good, thank you. And I'm excited to speak to you because you're working in a very fast-moving and tech-driven area of retail. So it's going to be really good to discover more about what Walmart is up to and your views on the world. So first of all, if you could start off by telling us a little bit about Walmart and also about your role in the organization, because you have quite an unusual job title. Sure. Well, there's a lot that I could say about Walmart, but I will definitely make sure that I synthesize what I'm saying to talk about Walmart Connect. Uh, I lead revenue for Walmart Connect. I am the VP of ad sales and ad tech partnerships. And what that means is that this is the advertising organization and business within Walmart. And as a result, I focus on a number of different customers in order to grow Walmart's advertising business. What that means is that my role in particular is I have one particular organization that manages our supplier agency and marketer relationships. So think of that as our one P sales team. I have another sales organization that focuses on marketplace as well as our marketplace GMs and our ad tech partnerships. So think of that as our 3P sales organization. I have an agency and ad tech team that's responsible for the customers of agency holding companies, our ad tech platforms, our DSP relationships those customers within that organization. And then I have a sales center of excellence that's responsible for the health of our business. So whether that's campaign management or account management or sales strategy or sales readiness, that's really where my focus is. So 
very customer oriented and really making sure that we partner and drive results for each of the customers that are core to our business. So if we just dial back a little now and thinking about how the world of retail has changed. And obviously it's been changing over the last few years, but accelerated particularly in the last year or so. So from your point of view, has the pandemic changed your role in terms of the interaction between physical and digital retail? Yes, in very wonderful and unique ways. When the pandemic hit every customer and every American in many, many different ways, we saw a shift and during the initial part of COVID where many customers preferred an e-commerce offering as a result of the safety that that allowed for them. So they didn't leave their homes. This was obviously during quarantine and during isolation, a lot of the lockdowns that took place. And so as a result, customers were regularly coming to Walmart, going in app, going on dot com to make sure that they were receiving the services and products that they wanted when they wanted it at the time they wanted it. Interestingly enough, though, that because Walmart was able to pivot so quickly was that we were also able to allow for many curbside pickup mechanisms. You could actually order in app and then pick up. You could order and have it delivered. And so as the pandemic started to become a little bit more like a new normal, we noticed that people were just as much going back in store. They were actually purchasing more during a shopping trip. So their frequency decreased in terms of the number of times they went to Walmart store, but what they purchased in store was vastly different and much more of a cross aisle, cross basket purchase. That being said, we saw great changes in terms of just the acceleration of e-commerce. But just as surprisingly, we also saw so many customers going back in store because of the number of delivery options and pickup options that we've offered. Some research that we've done at Kantar shows that of retailer touch points, actually, interestingly, things like word of mouth, friends and family, and the real store are, you know, right up there with the online experience and the apps. So it's just interesting to note, are these two physical and digital aspects of retail moving closer together? And how do you connect them? I wish I could have one answer for that question, but I will, I will try to answer the question with a number of different examples. I would say that what a physical store offers is also a community and a human connection. And I think that's something that many of us learned how much we missed and how much we welcome and love throughout the past 18 months. So when a customer goes in store, they're greeted. They often know who their cashier is. They understand how they can be helped in aisle. They're able to actually touch product experience services and quite frankly, just have an experiential moment, even if, if it's occurring in store, whether that be with sampling or an event. And so I, I do think that there's something very unique that's offered in store by way of human connection. That being said, there's also something to be said about digital commerce because the speed as well as the selection is so vast and so fast. So I'd say that they're both equally important. They're very different in what they allow for you to experience. And I believe that this is going to be even more important as people adopt both ways of purchasing as well as receiving information, goods, and services. So tell us a little bit more about 
ad tech and Walmart's approach to ad tech. You've spoken about your, your first party and your third party relationships. Can you describe a little bit more about how it works? Absolutely. If I think about it, I'm, I'm a pretty linear thinker. And so I think in phases or pillars and steps. And so we're three years into the Walmart Connect advertising business. And the first phase was truly making sure that we understood how to offer our partners, whether it was agencies, suppliers, as well as ad tech platforms, our digital on-site, in-app, on.com opportunities. And that meant that we needed to make sure that our targeting was appropriate, that we had various media capabilities that were built in, whether it be IBT or viewability, et cetera. We had a great search product, a great digital display offering. And for that particular phase of really making sure that our digital on-site as well as in-app business was organized appropriately, we didn't need as much ad tech as now phase two and three. So when you think about phase two, it's not just customers that are on-site and in-app within Walmart, but it's many customers who are off-site. So a customer could gain inspiration at Pinterest but then come back to Walmart to transact. And for those particular experiences, you absolutely need not only wonderful DSP relationships, but if I'm going to also want a platform to plug into Walmart's interface, I need many API partnerships. And so we have a number, whether it's Takeometrics or PackView or Kenshu recently rebranded as Sky, there are a number of platforms that we now allow for an automated mechanism so that many sellers and suppliers can access our search inventory. So thinking about phase one, really making sure that our digital on-site in-app business was well suited. Phase two, really making sure that we can reach our digital off-site customer. And now we're moving into phase three, which is really making sure that we can reach our in-store customer as well. Recently, we actually have relaunched our TV wall. And so that's, that's one area of our digital screens. We also allow for self-checkout messaging, which is another screen. And so when you think about it, not only do we have to make sure that the right customer experience is appropriate, meaning the shopper, but then we have to build the tech that meets the needs of all of these different on-site, in-app, in-store experiences as well. So this massive move towards owning your own data strategy and using that across all the relevant touch points implies, I guess, a real shift in expertise. I mean, retail has always been about data, but it's kind of growing exponentially and the opportunities for using it are too. So how do you see this going forward? Because if you can reach you know, the perfect target audience with the perfect message at the perfect time, what do you see as the role for mass messaging, for example, or is it all about targeting? No, I definitely think that there's room for both. I think the reason why Walmart Connect specifically in both the digital platform world as well as the retail media ecosystem is so unique is that we're able to offer customers at scale, which is different, right? So we have 150 million customers per week. We don't have users. It's not viewers. It's customers. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And the fact that we understand how 90% of America shops both in-store and online allows us to actually target specific customer segments, but at scale. So that's really, really different and very unique with regards to what we're able to do. Going back to your question, though, in terms of just how this world has metamorphosed very quickly, Walmart in particular has a very specific winning formula. So Walmart Connect, when someone says to me, Lex, how is it that you're doing what you're doing? Well, we have a very vast reach of customers, 150 million customers per week, that we know how they're shopping both in-store and online. So again, 90% of America shops within Walmart. And we can measure you in terms of your results in-store as well as online. So whether it's incrementality and sales lift and or return on ad spent. So that was their winning formula initially. It was customer reach plus data plus measurement. Ever since COVID though, speed is very important. So the acceleration of automation, ensuring that we can actually allow for many self-service options. How can you optimize as fast as possible? How can you bid as fast as possible? How can you learn as fast as possible? And then the other variable that we learned throughout COVID was not just for Fortune 500 companies, marketers, and suppliers, but for the entire 3P universe. So from the largest 1P supplier and marketer all the way to the most recent 3P seller, we have to make sure that we're allowing options and opportunities for all because a customer expects to be able to get what they want when they want it from whomever they want it at the right price at the right time. So speed as well as the entire universe of sellers and suppliers are now equally as important with regards to customer reach data and measurement. So speed is one big theme. I think another important theme is the growing nature of social commerce. So whether it's increasing the number of platforms that you can buy from or the way that you can do that within those platforms. We know from some of our research that a tailored approach is actually quite important because it does increase not only behavioural impact, so seconds viewed or completion rates, but it also makes it very clear that the message can get across much better. And so the sales that result from that will be more powerful. So how do you see social commerce at Walmart? Are these new portals for customers to come through? What do you do with you know platforms like TikTok? Absolutely. Well, I, I can honestly tell you, um, I am not personally on TikTok, but I hear it's absolutely wonderful for many customers who are very good at both dancing as well as lip syncing and doing many other things. Um, but no, content to commerce, it's content commerce actually shortens the distance between inspiration and purchase. And it does away with the linear sequence of seeing a product, searching, researching, and it 
quite frankly, just creates a more streamlined checkout experience. So social commerce, and there are so many different terms, there's content to commerce, content commerce, social commerce, but social commerce actually stems from the definition. It includes social discovery and a more native call to action like add to cart, buy now. Um, and discovery moments are happening more and more through the rise of short form video platforms like TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, et cetera. We are currently experimenting for the future with one to many live streams, which is one of the quickest growing ways consumers are actually combining entertainment with shopping. We definitely have been taking a test and learn approach by working with certain partners first who have already built in audience scale and they themselves are building and iterating on capabilities to grow live stream shopping. Uh, so we, we actually recently launched the first shoppable live stream on TikTok in the US. And our first experience was actually in December where we brought 10 diverse TikTok creators, again, I am not one of them, for a one hour shoppable show called Holiday Shop Along Spectacular. And the focus <laughs> was on incredible Walmart fashion finds. So team apparel, thank you so much. And it featured a variety of our private brands, actually, including Free Assembly and Scoop. It gave users the chance to shop live for items featured by creators without having to leave the experience. And so we had really great engagement, really great positive response. We, as a result, then held another live stream shopping event on our TikTok channel in March, which was the spring shop along beauty edition. We actually had two creators, Gabby Morrison and Nabella, and they focused on selling while also entertaining by leaning into tutorials via beauty routines. We've continued to hold a number of these live streams following the success of these, and I imagine we will do much more. That's great. So it's, it's a new sort of, I guess, a blurred area between, you know, creators, influencers, you know, store owners and, you know, how-to videos. It's kind of those platforms can almost answer any question for customers and potential customers. So let's talk a little bit about where you see retail going over the next three years, say. Do you think that there will be more new things that we haven't thought of? Or is it just that the current set of toys, I guess, you have to play with are going to become way more sophisticated? What's your view on that? So I'm going to date myself for anybody who's listening. I come from a world where I started in publishing. And so, so for anybody who started in publishing, this is going to be relatable to you, but uh, there used to be this amazing uh, quote where everyone would say content is king. Content is absolutely king. I will challenge that and say to you, yes, but data is the dictator. And so years later, what is happening is that it's very clear that for those of us who really understand the customer and we have access in a very safe way to data, we are able to then, to your earlier point, Jane, target customers both with precision, but also at scale. And so I, I think that is going to be a trend that we continue to see, that data's importance is here to stay, um, especially leading into a cookie-less world and also needing to make sure that we uphold a consumer and customer uh, safety, just in terms of all of the privacy and legality that's happening around data usage. I do think for a retailer, we do have an incredible opportunity to really understand the customer, what the customer's needs are, how the customer is shopping, what the interests are, what the dislikes are, and using that to our advantage. So I, I think data is here to stay and will continue to dictate many decisions. I think another area is that there will be this continuing convergence of content to commerce, social commerce, live streaming, interactive content forms where 
after consuming the content, one does want to purchase. And actually the China market is doing this very well right now. So I think that that is going to continue to not only converge worlds, but also accelerate in terms of how much we see. I think the last thing is also that there's always going to be a need for a physical presence and a digital presence. I don't think it's one versus the other. Again, going back to at least my own personal experience, I cannot wait to shop in store. It's now looked upon as a gift. And I am so excited to go in store because I simply crave human connection. And I also want to touch and feel a product. So I think you're going to need both. You're going to need to make sure that you are where the customer is at all times, but you're also going to need to tap into the various psychological states and physical states that the customer is, as well as the phase of life that the customer is in. So I think for all those reasons, physical and digital are definitely here to stay, but we will see more tools and accessibility, whether it's delivery services, pickup opportunities, something that you're sent, perhaps even a drone will drop something off because I will tell you that is something that Walmart is experimenting with right now. But I do think that this world of how you deliver services, how you provide accessibility to products is going to continue to accelerate, but you will need physical and digital at all times. You've been listening to Future Proof from Kantar and Said Business School. For all episodes and more information, visit kantar.com or oxfordfutureofmarketing.com. If you enjoyed this, please leave us a rating and a review and subscribe within your podcast app so you never miss an episode.